you go to Nigeria, which is, if not the most corrupt nation in Africa, and it is, it could be the most corrupt nation in the world, Minister Farrakhan. Oh, and now, Mr. Wallace. It is the most corrupt nation that I have ever covered. I've been there 25 years ago, and I've been there as recently as last year. Fine. So what? 35 years old. That's what that nation is. Now, here's America, 226 years old. You love democracy? But there in Africa, you're trying to force these people into a system of government that you just have accepted 30 years ago, black folk got the right to vote. You're not in any moral position to tell anybody how corrupt they are. You should be quiet and let those of us who know our people go there and help them get out of that condition. But America should keep her mouth shut wherever there's a corrupt regime, as much hell as America has raised on the earth. No, I will not allow America or you, Mr. Wallace, to condemn them as the most corrupt nation on earth when you have spilled the blood of human beings. Has, has Nigeria dropped an atomic bomb and killed people in, in Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Have they killed all millions of Native Americans? How dare you put yourself in that position as a moral judge? I think you should keep quiet because with that much blood on America's hands, you have no right to speak. I will speak because I don't have that blood on my hand. Yes, there's corruption there. Yes, there's mismanagement of resources. Yes, there is abuse. There's abuse in every nation on earth, including this one. So let's not play holy. To moralize on them. Let's help them. I'm not moralizing. I'm asking a question and I got an answer. Why would you put it as the most corrupt regime in the world? That doesn't make sense. Can you think me. of one more corrupt? Yeah, I'm living in one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Sheikah Shambles J. It's the I don't know coolest what are you in the world. The coolest nigga in the world. Welly fucking funds a rally. It's a reason for that. It's a, a reason for what? You being cool or the F? <laughs> the F, which is funds a rally. The link to the coolness. That's neither here nor there. A little happy days reference right there. Exactly. Huh? But uh, are they really happy days? No, there aren't any happy days. <laughs> it's just less depressing days. And we just happen to make it through them. Hey, sprinkle of positivity on the top. That's what we do. <laughs> <laughs> but no, nah, man, you know, I don't really fuck with Fairy Khan like that, to be honest with you, at times. But um, get right into it like we usually do. I, uh, you know, the last couple of weeks, you know, I just, I be peeping shit. And I, I noticed that um, on a worldwide spectrum, we all come across any people that kind of, you know, walk around high and mighty and uh when i saw that i just automatically just clicked me i was when i heard i, I forgot where i saw that but i just happened to click it and watch it because i know it had something to do with double standards and i was just like man like like i said i don't fuck a fair kind like that but like he he hit it on the you know he hit the nail on the coffin right there he was like bro like like what position are you in and this is i'm talking i'm talking to to everybody you know like this episode is about you you know what i'm saying so when I, Whoever you are, this yeah, you is know what about saying? you. This is about you, and you—you you gotta really ask yourself from time to time, like, what position are you really in to tell somebody that the the moral 
the high ground that you stand on is actually as high as you pretend it is. Like everybody has their the way of looking at life, and I kind of feel like it's funny because the craziest shit that happened this week with you know the congressional baseball game, um, a dude a dude goes in there. I don't care what position he 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 took, but a dude goes in there and he shoots people for being Republican, and. I just sit there and I'm like, okay, that's fucked up or whatever. It's similar to somebody, you know, in Iraq walking around asking people if they're Muslim or Christian and if they answer wrong, they get fucking blown up. Mm-hmm. So this dude goes in there and he says he 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 asks people are they Republican or whatever, and if they if they answer they, yeah they you know they was getting shot or getting shot at. And um, long story short, my whole thing was, I look you know I'm scrolling through Instagram and Snapchat and I don't I don't see any remorse for the victims. And I'm like, hold on, you know, I'm looking at, you know, our common blog blog sites, you know, the Shave Room, Baller Alert. Not not a, not a not a mention of the fact that human beings got shot by a homegrown terrorists. Right. This was and a ter- like, terrorist this is, attack. This is fucked up. I mean, maybe I overlooked it, but it wasn't enough news coverage to me from the left side, from from the liberal media that we usually get drowned with to you know, to show any type of sympathy for the fact that Normal citizens in, in the United States got shot by a man just because they didn't believe what he believed. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. So I sit there and I'm looking at it like, hold on. Once again, what makes them so evil just because of the fact that they're doing or they have a belief system that benefits them? I mean, do we wake up day in and day out? And everything we do is like a hundred percent selfish and selfless, and everything we do is for other people. Like you have so many people, like we always say this, like we have so many people that talk about you know for country for country, blah 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 this, and talk about you know take it back to when Kaepernick wasn't standing for the flag, and they talk about you know people die for that flag, but then you see a homeless person that's a vet on the street, and you won't give him a dime. You know what I'm saying? But um. Speaking of homeless people, <laughs> no, we don't want to speak about. All right, let me let me let story me, time. Let me story tell time. let me tell y'all about my homeless experience the other day. So I'm leaving work in downtown Houston. I'm standing at the corner, like I gotta go a few blocks to get to the parking. So this homeless guy, he said something. I forget what he said to me, but I, I said something and yes sir to him. You know, I mean, I say yes, sir, no, ma'am, to everybody. I said, right. I said to my little niece, and she's four. You know, I, she'll say Uncle Jan. I say yes, ma'am. You know, just this just how I talk. That's cool. Anyway, so he starts telling me, "Oh, you such a, I see you were raised right. You a good Christian boy, and all this other stuff." He has the Bible in his hand. I notice, and we're walking, and he's talk, telling me how he was in prison for twenty seven years, and both his parents died while he was in prison, and so therefore, when he got out, he was basically on his own. So he's telling me how that's basically how he ended up homeless. He told me, you know, I made bad decisions, which landed me in prison, all this other stuff. And he's like, well, I have this opportunity to get a job, but um, I need $38 so I can go to, I, I, he says, 38. I, $38. $38. Exactly $38. Okay. Not, you know, could you help me out with a little something? I'm trying to, I need $38. 38 I guess he was trying to go to some little homeless center or whatever. He said he said they were gonna let him shower, shave, wash his clothes. Like so, he'll, so he'll be 
Possibly. Mm-hmm. Possibly. Mm-hmm. So he'll be clean and fresh or whatever. He said, but before he got to this and asked me for $38, he asked, could he pray with me first? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I was like, oh, yeah, we can pray. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I consider myself to be spiritual. Mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. not exactly religious, but spiritual. Mm-hmm. So he says a little prayer and he's like, you know, look after Jay. He's a, a husband, a son, a father, a brother, a mother. You know, any, it, not a mother, but, you know, anything that a male could possibly be, he wanted to cover all Well, hold on now. Hold on now. We... I know you've seen the guy breastfeeding the little boy. He was a mother. We're not going to talk about Okay, that. my bad. <laughs> Anyways, so after that, I say I take I take my wallet out. So I knew I didn't have cash when this conversation started mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I don't carry cash when I go downtown for this simple reason. Because if I have cash, I feel like I'm inclined to give that cash to someone. To someone hustling me. To someone hustling me. Starbucks, okay. To someone hustling me. That makes sense. To someone hustling me. Yeah, yeah. So so when I pull it out, seize my wallet, man, I don't have it. My apologies. You know, if I had it, I'd give it to you, but I don't, you know. So he's like, well, young brother, there's an ATM up the road back from the direction you came from. Mm. Mm. Look. I don't know if he just doesn't know how this whole begging situation works because the rules of begging is if I have it and decide to give it to you, you can have it, but I'm not going to go get it for you. Or go out of my way to go get it I'm not going out of my way to throw away money that's not coming back. Not at all. It's not coming back. It's it's not happening. So when I refuse to go to the ATM... You know, I was like, hey, I got a place to be. I got to go somewhere. I'm I'm running late. Say, but, you know, I I told him, I said, I will continue to pray for you like you prayed for me. Thoughts and prayers. This nigga turned around and walked off. That's fucked up. Didn't acknowledge me anymore. So I say, so this God shit don't matter no more, huh? <laughs> Since you didn't get what you want, all the religion, all the spirituality is out the window now. Dope. You don't you don't even acknowledge me anymore mm-hmm. because I let you give you your pitch. I could have just been been a jerk and not acknowledge you, mm-hmm. but you're a human being and I respect people. Mm-hmm. I think we had this conversation yeah. where where people say, you know, you don't treat the CEO like you treat the janitor. <laughs> not not necessarily, but I treat everybody like a human being. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, respectably. Yes. And this guy pissed me off. I know he did, man. Bro, I was hot. I know that shit. And it was, was it was, hilarious. it was a guy standing in front of Four Seasons. He was laughing at me while I was yelling at this dude because I guess he seen this dude hustling all afternoon. And you were irate. And I was irate. Damn. But that's the world we live in, though, man. Bro, like you get mad at me. What, what was that story you tell? You were telling me about the the bum that came up on you, the homeless person came up on you, and, and, and caught oh, you. Oh man, that, I mean, bro, it's just, my my story is nice and short. I, I, <laughs> I pulled up to the red light, and he looked at me. I don't use. I mean, I don't. Me, I look at you know. I look at the homeless dude. I'm like, all right, my my, my ACs. I want them not to roll my window down to let them know that I'm not giving you anything. But I was just like, I just you know, kind of do the hand wave that you know the universal uh, hand wave. Yeah. Of, I'm good, my nigga. And he's like, well, fuck you, then. <laughs> I was like, Tom, out. These Dallas homeless people is on ten. Hold up, like hold up. I didn't deserve that. You didn't deserve that. I was enjoying my air condition. I was in a new part of Dallas I'd never been in, and I was just trying to get to my destination. Bro, it's it's like, look, I understand that you made some bad decisions. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't make the bad decisions you made. I've made my own bad decisions that I have to live with. Very, very, very true. This is your bad decision that you have to live with. It led you to this part of your life to where you begging on the street corner. Hey, and that's just how the dice roll. I told you if I, and I I meant it when I told him that if I had it, I would give it to him. Because to me, I still kind of believe in karma a little bit. Just a tad. Just a tad. But also at the same time, if I would have went to this ATM and got forty bucks, he would he should have had two dollars on him to give me change. True. And if he didn't he have did. if he didn't have two dollars for change, then I really can't help you. I, I really can't help, help you. I'm not, you're not you asked for thirty eight. Show me the ATM that shoots out dollars. And yeah. You might have had. A and change. then he's gonna ask me, well, well, go let's go in here and, and, and buy something and get change. You asking me for too much. You asking me for way too much. Way too much. First of all, you asking for me too much to go to the ATM. Yeah, real talk. I low key don't like going to the ATM to get cash from my own damn self. Yeah, I mean downtown, you know, not the most, you know, it's pretty sketchy downtown at times. Mm-hmm. Even in the daytime. Even in the daytime. But hey, that's. I'm glad you uh walked away from that situation and un un unscathed, uh, you know. Bro, if he if he would have swung on me, bro, <laughs> that's fucked up because you would have went to jail for beating. I would have went to jail for beating him up. Yeah, that's and he'd have swung on me. Yeah, that's fucked up. But yeah, man, it's, they pretty much rolled back into what I was saying, man. It's he felt as if he, you know, he felt special because he's sitting here preaching to you, and I'm just like, bro, like I understand where you're coming from, but sometimes those parts of me kind of get. You know, kind of devilish, and I'm looking at you like, bro, you doing out this praying out here, man? What is God doing for you right now? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, man. Like, I feel you, bro. Like, don't lose faith. But right now, man, you, 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 you barking up the wrong tree, like, cause and it, and it kind of hit me with the he hit me with the you know, well, if I had it, you know, I, I would give it to you. Yeah, right, that hypothetical. You know how I feel about hypotheticals, man. Bro, I can I can sit there and I can make hypotheticals all day, all day long, man. all day. I could say to him, you know what? If I had 60, 60 million, I wouldn't mind giving you a hundred thousand. Yeah. But since I don't and you don't, this is where we are. It is hypothetical. It is pointless and useless all the time. Because all hypotheticals are pointless and useless all the time. <laughs> That's what I be trying to. You're get making these. up stuff to try to justify your opinion. <laughs> well, you know. Well, you know. You probably should wear um wear 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 a raincoat today because. You know, anytime a tropical storm could pop up in, in the Gulf, you know it is that time where hurricane season is. And it was like, well, hurricane season is between June 22nd and November 22nd. So you're right. Technically, a tropical storm could pop up at any time. Yeah. It's like, it's 150 degrees outside, well, man. Bit, but I can't say in Houston, it usually gets a lot. It gets hotter faster than it has. Like, I remember, like, last year, I would say, like, mid-May, it was hot to the beach. I swear it was in the 100s already. We ain't cracked the 100s yet, so... That's I think we cracked 100 today. We did? I think today oh, was the okay. first day. For real? I think so. Yeah. That's hot in the bitch thing. I seen, I seen on Snapchat people saying it was really hot and it was 100. Uh, you know how people on social media get, they turn into weathermen. My car quick. my car told me it was 93. At about, yeah, I think at yeah, about my car told me like 95, it was, it was about 4 o'clock. It was 90. Okay, so. okay. I know when I got in my shit, it wasn't that hot. I do the remote start. It's amazing. Oh, it's this motherfucker here. Draymond Green flex. <laughs> oh, that boy. By the, by the way, Cavs in eleven. Cavs in eleven. They still got. A, they still got a chance. They still Cavs in eleven have a chance. I, I, yeah, yeah. It was funny the way it kind of. It, it made me laugh the whole situation. I got tired of it real fast. Like, but I'm like, it's it's funny the way it all still circulates back to like LeBron still has his moment. You know, like because a lot of the media was like, oh Draymond, LeBron, Draymond, LeBron. I'm just sitting there like. 
They lost. I, I wanna, Leave, I let, let them go let to them, the offseason. Let, let that let's, nigga have his moment. Let's talk about the Warriors winning. Let's talk let's about talk them about keeping KD. them together. Look, let's, they ain't talked about KD much. Like, nah. he had his moment for, like, about an hour, and then it's still, like, it's like LeBron right, lost. It's back to, all right, let's play. Let's compare LeBron to Jordan. He's 3-5. and five, You know, it's like. I mean, we, 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 this is this is our show. I know people don't like to hear about sports, but just lay down why you feel LeBron is better than Jordan. Just give it a quick 30 seconds, man. Quick 30 seconds, I feel that LeBron is better because he's been in the league, what, 14 years? He's been to eight finals. How long was Jordan in the league? What? I don't know. I, but he, I he was about 14, about 13, 14 or something like that. He did 14 years? I mean, so he did He did from I, 84 to 97, and it came back. So you being straight? I'm talk, I'm I'm not counting that Washington stint. That was oh, just, that okay. was just for nostalgia. Basically, I'm not gonna okay. I'm not gonna count that. So 84, 84 to ninety seven. That's about fourteen minus one. Yeah. So about thirteen seasons. So six six out of six out of out of thirteen seasons you were in the finals. I give I give you that. But also they say LeBron didn't play much competition. I think Jordan didn't play much competition either. <laughs> By the time he got his first title was what ninety one. You beat the old Magic. Okay. You beat some old old Pistons. Mm-hmm. You beat Charles Barkley. Mm-hmm. You beat old Carl Malone, John Stockton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm saying like I'm saying if 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 he's not better, they're pretty damn close. <laughs> you tread no waters that you don't want to tread on right now. All I gotta say is Stockton and Malone Stockton, was like in their late thirties when, when and Jordan Malone got him. In their late thirties was still better than the Rockets we got today, skill wise. Than the Rockets we have today. Yes. I would take the they, New York Knicks. They have higher IQs. They definitely have higher basketball IQs. At the end IQs. of the day, Jordan had way more competition than, than LeBron had. These niggas is trash that LeBron <laughs> playing. Bro, it, you know you, you know why it's so easy to say? Because you got the one and done thing. These dudes ain't – a lot of these dudes in the NBA shouldn't even be in the NBA. Come on, bro. You got a whole Phoenix Suns team that they, they still eligible to be playing for Kentucky, bro. Come on, man. They don't – come on, man. The East – the East, uh, Michael Jordan didn't just roll through the East like LeBron did because the the, the level of competition is so lopsided now. Like like people the, say, it's the top ni- heavy. Ninety six Bulls went twelve and one. Dog, at in the ninety six Bulls, the ninety six Bulls was damn good. They was damn good. They was literally they was technically a super team. The, Come on now. I mean, the, the Cavs weren't damn good. I'm not. I'm not saying they weren't, but all I'm saying is I'm, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying they're the ninety six Bulls either. I'm I'm definitely not comparing based, those two teams. But based off of you looking at what Jordan played, and when Jordan played, niggas around Jordan wasn't bad, you know. No, so, no, that's not bad And there was not a lot of excuses for him them to but, like. But also, like Steve Kerr says, it's ridiculous for us to sit here and think that people have gotten less talented. Not less, less talented. It's just a bulk oh. of people that aren't ready yet that are in one spot. Phoenix Suns, bro. They're they're sixteen year olds. Phoenix Suns out in the West. Give me give me somebody in the East. I mean, shit. Outside of the top eight, man, come on. The top, the tops, the top three are really the only people that should even been in. If they had it to where it was the top twelve teams go to the go to the uh, playoffs, how many uh, Eastern teams would have went to the playoffs this year? Maybe two. No, no, because Toronto would have been up there. Cleveland would have been up there. So you got Boston would have been up there. And outside, the Wizards barely. The, with the, with the Wizards I think- was close to five hundred. No, I think the Pacers were close to five hundred. I think the Wizards, and were, Wizards were, were, were the Pacers above. was five or fifth seed or something like that. I, I think I think the top four or five East teams would have made it. Okay, because I, I think because I think Portland was was right at five hundred too. So I don't know if them and, and the Pacers. I think it would have been like they would have been close to getting in. Not the Pacers. The Pacers were like the. the what, I swear, I thought the the Pacers got in like the last week. Yeah, like they were close to five hundred. 
and, and I, I think got, Portland was close to five. And like I pointed out the other the other week, niggas can't name half the Warriors uh half the Warriors team, bro. You bro, name I thought I, I I thought I did because I was like, oh yeah, I know Ian Clark, I know McAdoo, I know Javale McGee, I know David West. You forget they on the team but, half the but, time. But then I seen I was looking at the trophy. I was like, who is this guy? Come on, man. Who is this guy? I mean, you could do that for every era, but all I'm saying and is, see, like I pride myself on knowing. The benches on the top teams, like I know the Rockets bench, of I know course. Cleveland's bench, I know Boston's bench. You know, I know these top team benches. But when you know you get down to the Wizards, I don't know who's coming off their bench really. I know Auto Auto um, Porter. Auto Porter, Kelly Oubre. You know, I know a few of them, but I don't know the the consistency of their bench. So it's like the most valid argument I heard before we get off this topic is you got to look at the the amount of Hall of Famers Michael Jordan went through to get his rings. How many Hall of Famers that nigga LeBron went through this year in the East that you could actually say a legitimate Hall Wait, of Famers? But to get his rings, to get to get Le- to get his rings, yeah. But to get through the East though, now to get through the East though, who got, he had to play? You got Paul George. Mm, he may not be a Hall. Come of Come on now, like, all right. He may not. He to get like he said to get to the to get to the ring. Yeah, he went to he went against a dynasty team, but to go through the East. Come on now. I mean, to get, Jordan to, had Patrick Ewing, John Stark, Reggie Miller, uh, fucking um. Who was that nigga? Charles Barkley? That nigga had competition in order to actually get to the ring. That nigga LeBron, literally right now, he went through some cats that there ain't no Hall of Famers on those teams. Boston Celtics. He went through Steph Curry to get a ring. Clay might to be get a, the ring. Clay might be a Hall of Famer. He went through KD Kev, to KD. get a Russell Westbrook. Maybe James Harden might be a Hall of Famer. I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. And you Maybe. talk about to get the ring, but I'm talking about was to like get to Tim, the East. Tim, I mean, you said to get a ring to Jordan, so I'm trying to compare I'm saying, apples the only, to the apples. Only, the only Western I'm, person I said was uh, Charles Barkley. I'm, I'm trying to compare that. apples to apples Yeah, but, you, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, the the but argument I, is legitimate when you really think about the level of competition that there was. Like I said, you had Reggie Miller you, uh, on when it came to the Pacers giving them hell. Then you go, you can go, Mark Jackson didn't make it, did he? Nah. But you got uh damn Pat, at least Patrick Ewing and you know how they used to do the New York Knicks. And like you said, you went through magic. Magic was still magic. You say people say Boston Celtics a super team. Shit, magic was still 32-33. Just like when uh, the super team Boston Celtics got together, they were 32-33. Hey, but again, back to get his rings. He had to go through a Tim Duncan, a Tony Parker, a Manu Ginobili as not, well. When he got as to well, the to, get, to get championship. to get to the actual yes. championship. But to actually get through the East, I would say one or two times, the Boston Celtics team he went to went through. Did he get through them? By, no, by, not by not not as he went through. Run. He went through he that went tough through Pistons team through. when he got to the finals, but he got swept. Exactly, but that Pistons came, team was still came, solid. When it, when it came down for LeBron, when he was a, when it was a LeBron led Cavs before the Cavs now, he wasn't do he didn't do what Jordan did. You know what I'm saying? Like Jordan went up against the Pistons and them before Pippen. Once he got Pippen, it pretty much was a wrap. That's one player. So once he got one player, it was a wrap. KD was one player. One player with who? With Westbrook. I, I mean, he's he's he was one player with Golden that, State. I, like. I never, I never, I never got. <clears> I'm never <throat> gonna be mad at the fact at what KD did. Never. Just because I kind of feel like we live in it. It's a 2K era. Niggas want to get on teams and and build teams that are powerful and and beat everybody. No, it's it's, it's like I said. It's not like I'm gonna. I'm. I worked my. My some my college job at a bank and I got a degree. I basically, you know, got my training there, mm-hmm. and then I got an offer to go to work for the government. I'm not just gonna say no. I put my time in here. I'm gonna achieve everything I, I want to achieve here at this bank. He owed no, OKC here's nothing. a here's a better opportunity. He owed OKC. Nothing. He wasn't born there. Didn't go to college there. He actually gave OKC too they much. They didn't even draft him. So. 
Actually, they didn't draft him. Seattle drafted him. It's the same team. No, Seattle drafted him. Seattle drafted him. What's the next topic, sir? What's the next topic, <laughs> sir? You know what's funny? I had my notes saved in here because I was going to actually just look at them. I don't know what happened to him. So, Drunk ass. Yeah, Drunk possibly. Ass possibly. Well. But hey, man, you know, I say the shows that you that you actually take control of usually are better. So You got to let me know these things in advance, though. <laughs> oh, but you know. You just drop a show in my lab. We got questions of the day we can roll to. We got questions of the day we can roll to. I don't know how much you really like those questions, but. I mean, I thought they were my questions. One of them was. Oh, okay. We Did you get any feedback? No, I got, I got, I got um, teased. That's sad. Like you, you comment publicly on my page. You want me to answer these questions? Yes, answer these questions. Shout out to my homegirl Ashley, who I've known since high school, and didn't give me any feedback whatsoever. She deserves that shout Dude, out. You should have just shut the fuck up. You really should have just shut Ashley. The fuck you should shut the fuck up. <laughs> wow. But um, I did get feedback back that told me those are some complex questions that you're asking, and it takes some time to think about. And see, I don't think those are complex questions. Me neither. But then again, we created the questions. We came up with these questions. But I'm like, it tells me a lot about the people that we know. It tells me a lot about how people think. Um, you know, I, I once again, I feel like the, the questions were pretty flat out. And I feel like so when somebody asks you a question like this, unless you're about to bullshit the answer... It shouldn't take you more than a couple of minutes to come up with a solid answer. If it takes you a few days to come up with an answer, you probably thinking too hard. And I, I tease people about it too, about thinking too hard about a simple question. I mean, the first question, which was like we do this all the time, um, we always say leave a comment, or you can call the hotline. The hotline is always open. That way, when you call, first of all, you had all the time in the world. You have between Monday and Thursday to call and leave a message that says. What you feel about the questions? You could even you don't even have to answer the questions at the time. You could have called and said, "Hey, you know what? I feel like these questions are complex. I'm not in college anymore. I don't got time for these hard ass questions. Fuck y'all." <laughs> you you really could have <laughs> said, "Hey, I'm just calling to say fuck y'all." <laughs> straight up, straight up. Um, but I mean, I, we did get you know, uh, D speaks did come through and drop a. Uh, uh, a voice note off, so you know we'll air that because you know she likes to hear her voice, like most women. Uh, <laughs> but now the first question was, uh, what are some things women feel a man should do in a relationship that they don't tend to do? And um, you know, usually we do get little comments, and um, uh, Remy left a comment that said, "Be more involved in what she does in her daily activities." Do you feel like as a man in your past relationships that you did? You did those things, like, as far as daily activities, whatever they might have been. Like, if she had a garden, would you go out there to the garden and help her? If she rode motorcycles or whatever, did you help her change the oil on her motorcycle? She, she, I'm guessing shit like that. Daily activities, I've, I've tried to do better. I know in some relationships I haven't. I know, but in, in my my most recent relationship that I was in, yes, I did. Like, if we, if we were going shopping or we were going she was dress shopping or we go, even if we went into Sally's and she looking at stuff at Sally's I, I would openly give my opinion and be honest about it I wouldn't just be in there yeah that looks good yeah that looks that's good me. That's yeah me. that looks good yeah, yeah. that's look I would give my honest opinion it's like yeah I mean that's alright you know that's that's what I call being involved or 
or even just remembering things like, hey, I remember you mentioned this and then I seen happen to come across this, you know, just kind of remembering stuff that she talks about. So I think I'm I'm very involved. I, I pay I observe, I pay attention to small details. That's just the but that's kinda like I got a little O C D so I pay Well this just speaking of this uh the follower, you know, Remy, you know, she's uh, pretty active as far as like entrepreneurship and being involved with the church. And um, I look at her situation and I think to myself, well, if you're, if this specific woman was dealing with a guy, you know, basically she would basically want that guy to be involved with the church, be involved with her entrepreneurship and like the things that she's promoting, she would want that man to get involved. Mm -hmm. So from the jump, I feel like you can avoid any type of controversy by just straight up saying hey man this is what I do this is what I like how do you feel about it and once off the bat once from the jump if he's telling you yeah I'd rather just go to the gym I'd rather hoop and I, I like to sit at home crack open a cold one and chill with the boys Yeah. then you already know he's not the guy for you you want somebody that's going to move at your pace and you don't have to You don't expect anything from somebody that doesn't already have that fuck potential if he's not already on it now then you're wasting your time especially at this age that me and you are I don't know how old this young lady is but come on man if if they're not trying to ingrain themselves into your life exactly that's a huge red flag from the jump from the jump from the jump because I mean they are more than likely they already already fell in love with their eyes so if they've already if they already like what they see hopefully they're going to like what you do and you'll know if they like what you do from from the jump Mm -hmm. It, it doesn't take time like if I meet a female and she's into the same type of music as me, and that's something that we could we could bond off of, and that's a major thing for her music. Cool, that's that's it's easy. I love music, so it's not gonna be hard. But I mean, if you're like super involved in the church and you like to go to riots and you like to you know go rob banks, I can't fuck with you. I can't get down with that daily activity. I'm sorry. And that's cool. And sometimes you just meet people who are good, but they're not good for you. It happens all the time. Every single day. Uh, My girl, uh, Lady TP, she said, send flowers because it's Tuesday. Hey, and and since I know her like that, I know where she's coming from. I mean, that, that, you know, that that sporadic, that spark of, you know, surprises, people that love surprises. Like, you know, that kind of goes into my second question. But at the same time, I, I like the fact that that's a simple thing when you really think about it. A woman is just expecting you to be, you know, sweeper off her feet from time to time. Even and it's that simple. And, 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 and men don't do that a lot nowadays. And even with that, it's not. I don't even think it's being swept off your feet. I think it's just saying, hey, you were actually thinking of me and you did this for me. On a Tuesday. Like, like, if my girl were to go to the grocery store and be like, oh, babe, here's a snicker. I know that, no, here's some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. I know this is your favorite candy. Picked you up some Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. You thought about me when I wasn't around. Mm-hmm. That's that's. I think that's what it, it really boils down to. Like, you thought about me enough to send me flowers. You thought about me enough to, like, let me grab this. I know he didn't ask for it or anything like that. So let me grab it and, and give it to him. I think that's, that's what a, what's a major thing to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, and I feel like, Low key, that's simple. Like very simple. Like I say, like, simple, me, inexpensive. Like, bring me no hot sweat wings. off your back. Bring me pizza. Like that's simple stuff. Like I shouldn't have to ask for it. Um, and and I'm not. It, you're not losing any cool points for not doing those things. But if you never do them, then that probably can't be a problem. So yeah. But um, uh, I did. I did. Um, like I said, get feedback from from uh, D Speaks. If you want to go ahead and roll that clip, you can go ahead and roll that clip. Let me hit some buttons right quick. Hold on. Okay, okay. So the first question 
says, I'm sorry, I have to reread it. What are some things women feel a man should do in a relationship that they tend not to do? Okay, my biggest thing I would have to say is a lot of times, um, and I'll have to say this goes both ways, knowing who you're dealing with. Um, And I don't mean just knowing their favorite foods. No, I mean like getting, like knowing this person, like knowing who they are, how they feel, you know, we just... We don't take the time to know somebody. And I spoke to somebody about this recently, how you move differently. You operate differently with that person. You do not have to walk on eggshells because you know who you're dealing with. There is a difference between knowing and assuming. And when you know something, you move differently than when you have to assume anything. And I personally feel like in relationships as a whole, if people took the time out to know that person, to get to know that person, you know, then things would operate a lot smoother um and you wouldn't have to assume because that's where a lot of conflict comes in between uh, men and women we we both operate completely just so differently and when you don't know somebody you know and stop you know just and you know instead of just getting a relationship just these little play play relationships people be getting in um in these little play play marriages and you really don't know nobody like get to take the time out to know me like what like for real know me know learn my body language you know learn the difference between my size like learn just just learn when I need to go pray like learn who I am and in return I will do the same for you and we will both be stronger at the end of it um I hope that made sense I really don't think I have anything else like what will women want that men should do um, I mean, listening and all that stuff, I feel like that goes into knowing who you're dealing with, you know. Of course, I want you to listen to me. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. I'm glad that's it. <laughs> <laughs> no. Bro, that's a friend of the show. Show some respect. <laughs> no, but no, I, I got where she's coming from. I mean, it, it only makes sense. I feel like, like I was telling somebody earlier, the basis of this question is pretty much to just say, what do you think is the default of a relationship? These are things that are just super standard. So for somebody, for you to expect somebody to actually know you and get get to know you and understand you, that only makes sense. Like, what do you want? Why are you here if you're not trying to, like, get to know me and understand me? It, I forget common sense ain't so common, but for the most part, like, that's what, what she said is pretty simple. Yeah, like, get to know me, put some effort in, and in turn, you will get that same effort from me, from her. Well, you know how that goes. And I agree, like, if so, if it's one-sided, that person's going to get tired real quick. Real quick. You have to put in some. You got to reciprocate. That's, that's you know. Plain you and know. simple. You yeah. got to reciprocate. You got to, and you got to have some understanding. Like, especially when you're not getting your way, you have to understand that you are entering this person's life. You're not becoming their life. But you're becoming a part of it. Mm-hmm. So you got to understand that their life still goes on. Their life still moves. They still have responsibilities and obligations that they do have, have to do. And you got to accept that your role might be small now. But when you start reciprocating that energy and they start seeing that you're putting the effort forward, you're leading on to a bigger role. And that's how that's how you get the ring. That's how you get to that gold medal round that you're that's trying to get to. Get to the ring. That, I, mean, I mean, that's... 
what, what do we say? Women between 26 and 31? They, 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 they just trying to get married. They, you're trying to get to this ring. And this is, this is, I'm giving up the game for free. Always. Here it is. Reciprocate what he's giving you. If he's if he's bringing you lunch on, on your, when he's off and you're at work, Maybe sometime you need to bring him lunch when he's at work and you off. If he if he's always coming to your house, sometimes you need to come to his house. Like you have to make these sacrifices. Now, these aren't even sacrifices. They're not. I take that it's back. The these, aren't, these aren't even sacrifices. It's the these default. are default. It's just regular shit. If he's spending, if he's, if you're always with your family, always with your family, always with your family. Maybe you need to spend time with her family. You know, like you need. This is the default. If you're going to become one union, you need to know his family like you know your family. It's pretty fucking simple, I, in in my opinion. I'm, but trying, you know. I'm finna pull up that message that I read you earlier. <clears throat> jump into the flattery, but um, it says I forgot what, what this how this came up, but it simply says take time. Well, this is the answer to the question. It says take time to engage in all aspects of a woman. What makes her tick? What makes her smile? What makes her laugh? Without her having to give a how-to disclaimer. The little things count. Be attentive. Be open to trying new things and make plans. Don't wait to be told what's on the agenda. Be the agenda. Remind her how much she makes you happy and compliments are always welcome. Flattery. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Chill with the expectations of being treated like a husband when you don't even possess the qualities of a high school boyfriend. Example. I'm not cooking for you. I'm not spending a night, and neither are you. I'm not shacking up unless you're paying all the bills. If you're not ready, then we ain't ready. I got a question. First of all. Okay, go ahead, because then I got a question. Tears rolled down my eyes when I read this, because I was freaking laughing so hard. Because at first I was like, okay, this is pretty solid. But then the the fourth grade foolishness at the end, I was like, (laughs) you know what? It just counsel out everything else yeah. you said. But go ahead. What, you <clears throat> say? what in the Sam Hill are you bringing to the table that's requiring me to pay all the bills? <laughs> Bro. What are you doing with your money? <laughs> no, that's a, that's a legitimate question. If I'm going to be required to pay all the bills, what are you doing with your money? Just breathing. What are you bringing? What are you bringing to the table? Existing. And 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 I was li- I was listening to YBO or um, earlier this week. <laughs> shout out shout out to YBO. They were talking about the the Ti and Tiny, and they were talking about the the last episode. And she mentioned, you know, I stayed at home and I raised your kids. No, no, no. <laughs> you stayed at home and you raised our kids. These are our kids. We decided I was going to be the provider. You were going to be the caretaker. Those are equally important roles. These are both our kids. I didn't just show up with these kids and drop them in your lap. We laid down and we made these kids. They're both of ours. Yeah. Last time I checked. Last time I checked. So even with that, if this is our house and I'm paying all the bills... What are you doing besides being a woman? It's not enough anymore just to be a woman. You gotta be more. You have to be more. Cause I can't just get by with being a man. What, what do you What do you say? I'm I'm a woman and I'm loyal and I'm honest. Well, shit, shit I can get along for that. No, I rather <laughs> I rather you lie to me and bust these bills down. You can shit. tell me whatever you want to as long as we busting these bills down. Like that, like honesty and loyalty. Yes, those are very important. Honesty, loyalty, integrity, that's character. A those are very important. That's a default. But that's default. A relationship, though. That's default. If you're gonna date somebody, I expect you to have those things. 
Now, if you're just going to be out here playing, I don't expect you to have those things. And that's okay. But if we're going to be dating, you're not going to say, oh, well, you pay all the bills and I'm going to be a, a, a loyal wife to you. Mm-mm. No. Oof, I don't know. And, oh, and, and if and if and if loyalty is all you bringing, since I'm paying all the bills, I should get a side chick. I should have a privilege. I, I should have too. a privileged side yeah, chick. It was like every every ten million. Every ten million. Chick, I was laughing. I was like, I mean, I kind of feel like yeah, with with the side chick, I'm always gonna say clearly, if you have a side chick, the person that's in front of you is not enough, and you become the person that's not enough when all you're doing is breathing and existing. So therefore, That's it. I deserve a side chick if all you're finna be doing is breathing, existing, and stressing me the fuck out. If if if, if you're t- if, if all if all if all that mouth do is, <laughs> is, is eat food and stress and, me and out, and complain, I'm finna get the fuck up out of here. I, it's not worth it. I is I can't I can't build off of you being loyalty and sleeping with me. I can't build off that. Ain't that. Shit. I can't. That ain't shit. I can't do that. That's that's not shit at all. And niggas that fall into that trap, I pray for them. I, it's, I know it's hard for some dudes to just be out there and, like, you know, realize that, you know, they ask you for more, you ask them for more. It's We're human beings, and we both, de- we both there are things that we deserve, it's especially cr- in, the, in these in these days. Back back to her comment, because, I mean, I, I thank you for the feedback and everything. Uh, yes. To, I, I wouldn't even say that was feedback. I think she was trying to be funny. I, I'm, I, she was she's a to, comedian. She's trying to be funny. She made she ran me hot. <laughs> she, she ran me hot. I'm paying all the bills, and when I go get this ring, I'm expected to drop a month's salary on it. Wow. Back in the day, it used to be three months when people were making less money. Now the standard is a month's salary. I'm finna drop a month's salary on your ring. I'm paying all these bills. Where am I getting all this money? Where? Wait, damn that time out. Where are we living that I can pay all of our bills and still go get a ring with a month's salary? Where are we living? What kind of job do I have? <laughs> Stay in the box. I have so many questions right yeah, now. That's a, that, that, does, that does fuel a lot of questions. But you had got some interesting feedback to me that seemed pretty logical. Would you care to read it, sir? Oh, oh, the one that I sent you? Oh, I like how you have that pulled up on your phone. Because <laughs> I, I, when I start thinking about it, I'm like, this is a logical response. All right, the, the feedback. I don't know if I have permission to say this person's name, so therefore I'm not going to say it. Of course not. You know, because we, we like to practice anonymity if that's what you like. And I might have just made that word up. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> this feedback goes, it's sad a woman acts that way. It should go both ways, but I think it should be on the guy to make the initial moves in the beginning. Now, if she keeps making you do all of that and never puts in effort, then she's lazy and selfish. You should both want to do things for each other simply because you know it makes the other person feel loved. It's unrealistic to think he's always going to have all the answers. Sometimes he might need you to have them. Because you're a team. Because you're a team. And when you're a team, sometimes, you know... You, you need somebody to be able to fall back on because you can't carry all the weight and, you know, you carry all the weight, then you just end up looking like LeBron. You just be tied. You just be tied. You got a triple double. You got a triple double. Work for nothing. You got a triple double and an L. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that. No, like, we are a team. Whatever I'm lack, what Jay-Z, whatever I lack, she right over my shoulder. And when mama's off track, I'm, I'm when I'm off track, mama's keeping me focused. This like you and these Jay Z lyrics, I swear. Is I'm, there an episode that go by when you ain't able to quote Jay Z? I'm, I'm an encyclopedia. Bro. Damn it! Anyway, songwriter of the year, huh? Anyway, Hall of Fame, Hall of, Hall of Fame songwriter. Shout out to you, boy. Stands in the dictionary. It is in the dictionary. <laughs> I still know this, and I think that's a, a, a very that's good a good choice. accomplishment. That's a very good choice. 
But anyways, that's how it should be. Like I shouldn't this the weight of the relationship shouldn't always be on one person. And it should never be made to seem that way. Like you should never say, Hey, this is all your fault. That never. should never be said never. in a relationship. Yeah. You have to you have to identify stuff that you're not doing. Or if you can't identify that, you gotta ask. Hey, what is what is you know, I, I feel I feel the problem. I know the problem. I, I sense it. What am I not doing that you need from me? And you have to listen for an answer, not listen and wait for your time, your chance to talk back. You have to listen for what they're telling you. And you have to take note of that and say, okay, I'm going to actively try to do better. Active, if you want things to work, you're going to have to actively try to do better. A relationship is work. It's work. But it is not, it's, it's work, but it doesn't have to be hard work. It doesn't have to be hard work. Because I, I work, and my work isn't hard at all, and I enjoy it, but it's work. Yeah. But when it becomes hard work, like like slavery, it's definitely, I can't even say if that was even work, but uh, that was punishment. <laughs> Some relationships tend to feel like that sometimes, and it's and that's that's fucked up, you know? So um, You should never get that way. It should it should never get that way. But uh, we, we beat that in the head, so uh, let's, let's get to the question that I made up. Um, how important is flattery? And I, I mean, in all honesty, um, like I said, I felt like that 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 question was pretty fucking simple. But um, according to um, the negative feedback, well, when I say negative, I mean basically no feedback we got from that question. Technically, um, I just kind of felt like uh, I mean maybe it was a hard question, but I just we always talk about people needing validation. Yeah, people absolutely. always search. People always searching the third party which is the internet for that validation. And I kind of feel like subconsciously nobody posts a picture or a selfie or anything like that not kind of seeking that validation. You want that you want form, a couple of likes. That form of that form of flattery. So I asked that question just based off the fact that I mean, it was a couple situations that happened this week. Just um somebody I know that was in a gym and I you know when I saw that they was in a gym, they were actually they actually posted a picture with somebody else and that person they posted a picture with, I thought that person was more in shape than them and, like, would, you know, look better than them. And I was like, man, I was like, damn, but you actually kind of, like, you look better than that person. And I wasn't saying that even in any sense of flattery at all. I was just speaking the truth. And I, I thought about what you told me when you were we were talking, you know, in private, and you were, like, I was telling you about how, like, man, you know, if I, if I like a girl, if I'm genuinely interested in her, you know, I'm going to gas her up. And he was like, well, you're not necessarily gassing her up if you're genuinely interested and you really like her. And I was like, that's true. But for the most part, it's still flattery. And I and I, and I I wonder, do I do that because I, I feel it's important? Or do I do that because, I mean, human beings need that. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, complimenting a person. And even, even uh, my homegirl was telling me, like, you know, I was kind of confused by what she said at first. But she basically was like, I don't want to be with somebody that... Nobody wants. So basically, I, 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 I read it. I saw it wrong, but I, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, you're basically saying that, well, I'm going to be with somebody. They're never complimenting me. They're never gassing me up. So do they even want me? You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of crazy you're with somebody. They never compliment your shoes. They'll never tell you you look good after you got your fresh fade. Like, what the fuck? Why are you here? Like, <laughs> I mean, I understand people just don't, people don't, I mean, those are words of affirmation or whatever. I understand everybody doesn't gravitate towards that, but never? That's kind of that's kind of weird to me, so that's why I kind of feel like I need to pose that question because I have I had many moments in the past couple of weeks where I I was just being real. I was like, hey, 
you looking real nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep it up. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's like, I'm just saying that because, one, I'm motivating you. And like I said, I think it's necessary for other human beings to tell other human beings to keep doing what they're doing. I mean, we're so we're so used to dragging people. Why not flatter them from time yeah, to time? Yeah, what, like, what is, what is, why are you so stingy with compliments? Like, what, what, is, what is, is giving you this compliment taking off the, the days and years that I have in my life? And I, I, I it's not. And and to me, I like you said, it's just the simple. It's it's a simple statement. It's not it's not gas. Like if I think you look gorgeous, you look gorgeous. I'm gonna let you know. Hey, I like that shirt. I don't even care if you're a stranger. Like hey, hey, that's a dope, dope shirt. You know where you those get be that? the best compliments yeah. though. That's why I, that's why I think people tend to compliment people that they don't even know. Like people love gassing up females and males on the internet that they never knew, never met, they're never probably ever gonna meet. And I think they just feel more comfortable doing that because I guess they feel like, well. I don't know them personally, so I, it ain't going to get to their head. But shit, I mean, flattery is always going to go to your head somewhat. So no matter who you compliment, it's going to And it's, it's going to make you ego. feel good. Feel good, yeah. It's, like you said, especially when it comes from a stranger. I know we, we were in Vegas, me and one of the boys, we were somewhere. And, like, we were on, on the escalator and seen them girls. Like, hey, I like that shirt. It's like I, All that you got on is, is real nice. Not even, like, shooting at her. It was just like a compliment. We just kept it moving. She was like, oh, thanks. That's the, you know, that's the nice thing. Everybody it's rare. Everybody me the whole time. It's rare. You know, flattery you know, nowadays is mistaken for flirtation, and it's not always flirtation. It's no, just, it's just an acknowledgement. Hey, I like that. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Now, sometimes it is flirtation. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Of course. I think, I think I actually think that's a, a weaker way of flirting with somebody. I mean, if you're starting it off like that, I feel like... If that's how you feel, hey, look, mama, I like you got a big ass. Like, come on, man. Like, really? Come on, We bro. can see where this is going Yeah, already. so, I mean, clearly that's not a good way of doing it. But, like, if you just, you know, just genuinely you see something that you like, and that's how you start it off because it's you know when it's genuine and you know when it has intentions behind it. And a lot of times, I think in this society today, women probably t- take it the wrong way because they probably, they probably feel like every compliment they get has that ulterior motive. He's just trying to get that ass. Which may be the case 50% of the time, but hey, you know, a compliment is a compliment. Compliment is a compliment. I'm mm-hmm. I'm taking it either way it goes. Take it how you want to take it. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we got a... Uh, why are you looking at me like that? No, man? I'm just looking I at you. I thought you were ready to like... Because, uh, you know, I felt like some tension right there the way no, you looked at me. Man. Cooling. Okay. Cooling. Okay. What's up? What we got? Uh, I, I found my notes. Oh, well, look. And Lord I, B. Hey. Hey. <laughs> And I was thinking about something. Okay. Um, I hate the fact that people tend to visit other cities, other countries, other places, and when they go there, they have that Ryan Lochte moment where they're disrespectful to where they go to. Uh. You know what I'm saying? And I kind of feel like it's more of an American thing, but um, it's it, it bothers me because I kind of feel like Especially Americans with us being first world citizens and being very privileged with the whole, like, with my homegirl, her, her being a part of TSA. We see the shit with TSA going on. And I just kind of feel like, man, travelers in general, really, really, especially American travelers, need to be checked. Because I hate when I'm looking and I'm seeing people go to these other countries, go to other cities and be disrespectful to those cities. And uh, people are always talking about appropriation these days. And I almost feel like this is worse because think about how many people go to Puerto Rico, go to Jamaica, go to Cuba, go to Dominican Republic, and, and they don't, and they go there 
with no sense of actually wanting to know the culture. They're just going there to get drunk, get plastered, and piss in, piss in gas station. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, to me, that's messed up that you're coming to my city. You're coming to my country. You're coming to where I stay 24-7, and you don't come to embrace the reality. You just want to come here. Yeah, you're boosting the economy. You come in here, eat the food, but you're not respectful when you come here. You come here, and you think that we're supposed to roll the red, out, red carpet out for you. And I see a lot of, a lot of that lately. That's why... I do enjoy when I see people that, you know, get on Snapchat or whatever, they actually go places, they actually roam with the natives, and they actually fuck with the people there, they actually try to meet Try people. to take in some of the culture. You know, like, yeah, like, like, like I'm plan- planning a trip to Cancun next week, and I'm like, yeah, I know they say Cancun kind of dangerous, but I know for a fact that there are some, there's somewhere I can go in Cancun and actually see the real Cancun, because just staying on a resort... Man, you could go. You could stay on a resort pretty much anywhere and get that Cancun vibe. So what's the point? No, of you going? can stay in that resort and feel like you're still in America. That's my point. So what's the point of traveling somewhere and then being boxed off from everybody else? Like, what what's the fun in that? You know. So it, that was just something that you know came came to my mind during the week, just because it's been a lot of traveling plans. It's the summer, so it's a lot of traveling uh, suggestions being brought up, and I'm just like. Yeah, I don't mind going to those places, but I'm starting to kind of fill out the people that want to come with me. And I'm just like, well, if even if I go to New Orleans, people know when I go to New Orleans, man, I'm going to the city because that's where the good food at. I'm not finna stay in the French Quarter. I'm finna actually go to the city. Like, I don't want to stay in a hotel. Give me a B&B so I can actually be in the city. And it is what, like, I don't fear going there and getting robbed by somebody from, you know, from, you know, from Magnolia or something. Like, why, why am I thinking about those type of things? I'm a brother... Hey brothers, man. As long as I'm, I'm just saying, though, straight up. As long as I'm, as long as I'm walking upright and not looking like a punk ass nigga, I personally don't think I got nothing to worry about. I've been been to Chicago a few times, which they claim is Chirac and ain't nothing happened to me. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. You know, I, I know niggas that just came from Compton. They fine. You know what I'm saying? It's 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 all it's all about being able to embrace the culture. And if and I think people know from the jump if you're coming somewhere and you got your nose up, but that was just my little disrespectful traveler ran. I just feel like we, as especially as Americans, got to do better when we go to places, man. Like we, no, we as Americans got to do better as a whole. We got to do better at home, and we got to do better when we go places. I know you. I know you've been seeing seeing the videos where people have been. Did you see the one where the woman was at the Chinese market trying to buy Chinese food, and she was mad because they were speaking Mandarin? Wow, I didn't see that. Like she was upset. She like, you're in America. You need to speak English. But you are in a Chinese restaurant, a Chinese, a Chinese part of town uh-huh. at a Chinese restaurant. Yes. And and there was a customer there. He was like, oh, I speak English. You know, I can help you. She's like, no, they need to speak English. And then I seen another one where one was like in a Sprint store. There was a Hispanic guy in there and he was speaking Spanish and and, and something and she's like oh well you need to speak ain't she no this is how dumb she was she said you need to speak American oh god I hate when people say that and he was and it's like he was trying to help you and then she's like I'll call my husband up here to whoop your ass he's like he's telling you <laughs> where there's another store at for you to get this phone that you're looking for and now you trying to call somebody to come beat him up Husband probably ain't want no parts. He that, didn't. Bro. He probably would come in there and say, "You know what, Tammy Lynn, you get your goddamn ass in the car." That's <laughs> with these nice people. That's with these nice people. Man, I don't know, man. We need to know. do. We need to do better as Americans, man. Like, like Eric Khan said, like we can't. We can't. 
look down on people when, in all honesty, like we're the laughing stock of the world for like the past so many years. I don't care what president was in office. We've been we've been looked at as bullies for a long time. We just bullies in debt. And I'm just like, I don't understand how these other countries let us get away with that. I'm glad they do, but it's still crazy because it's just like, man, like, America, what is up? Like, what is the deal? Like, niggas be truck. Cause like, I, I, I kind of feel like you know I could have that. I could have. I could say that because I don't really feel like I've ever been anywhere and like been disrespectful to the community I've been to. Didn't disrespect police. Didn't piss in gas stations. Like, come on, man. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I got common sense. Yeah. I would like to think a I sense would. of decency. Yeah, you know, and, and I just wish that that was something that was just across the board in America, but it's not, man. Like every time I see these TSA incidents, I'm just like, yes, I understand that y'all are in the pre-checkout or whatever or whatever bullshit like that, but I'm sorry, man. Since 9/11, shit has changed, and you got to deal with the consequences if you want to travel. Because back in the 50s and the 40s, traveling period was a privilege. Mm-hmm. Getting on a plane, period was a privilege. And if you was getting on a plane back then, you had to have a certain level of class and sophistication to even board a plane and to even afford a ticket. Because back then, people was hitchhiking and taking road trips. In all honesty, like that was the means of traveling from, from Texas to Florida back in the day. Now, people are getting on planes so easily now. And even with this little thing that I guess Trump had pushed or passed, these flights are going to get even cheaper. Mm-hmm. And these these airports are going to get even more full. And people are going to have to realize that, hey, with this cheap access to airports, the liability or the the probability of something happening here is even raised, raised even more because more people are coming through here. So now we got to be more skeptical about everybody. I mean, don't get me wrong. TSA, they're not my favorite people in the world. But at the same time, we live in a society that when somebody's doing their job, you got to realize something. They're doing their job not because they like it, but it's because their job pays the bills. And it sucks, but it's low-key like they just sold they sold to the devil or whatever. But guess what? They got to do their job. They got a job to do, man. Like, stop making these people's job even harder just because you feel like, oh, I'm a privileged American. You should treat me this way. Fuck you. Bro, that video you sent me, like I didn't. I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't read the the yeah, caption I, I don't or anything. Blame you. That nonsense. But like, first, first and foremost, rape is very serious. Very, very serious. I understand that. But she, it's first of all, it's a woman. Yep. And she is telling you everything she's about to do, mm-hmm. and she's telling you she's gonna use the back of her hand. Mm-hmm. You know, she's not gonna feel, and she's just sitting there being. A fucking privileged American yep. and it annoyed me to no end. And I see that with black Americans white Americans, Asian Americans all of them. It don't matter what, what color you are in America if, if if you're an American and for some reason if you have this pre-check shit, it seems like for some reason you, you make a big deal out of how TSA handles you and you make a big deal out of if you have happen to go off on the the, uh, the what is that like the terrorist pat down if that happens to be you hey blame blame the shit if that it, happened on 9-11 say if you're not a terrorist you're not doing anything wrong just get it over just with just get it over that with that shit happened to me twice 
I, I got swapped. I got swapped for for like bombs. Like I, I know I haven't been making no bombs, so go ahead and swap my hands. I ain't doing no trip. Let me get up out of here. I ain't doing no trip. Now if you see when people start tripping, that's when you look at them a little like, harder. What's wrong? What like you if doing? if I ask you a question and you start blowing up at me, you start tripping. Oh, oh why you guilty. why you ask me this? Well, you doing something? You did something? Well, well, you know, that's not your business to ask me. Okay, you basically just told me everything I need to know. I may not have all the details, but I got the overview. Yeah, man, it's sad, man. We live in a country where we can't do your own job, man. But yeah, you know what it is. That's why. That's why uh, you gotta love Yelp. You gotta love Yelp. Cause um. One thing I have Yelp, realized. Yelp is dry snitch central. Boy. <laughs> so, Yelp is dry snitch. I fuck with Yelp in certain places. It's far, it's hard to fuck with Yelp in Houston. Because I feel like in Houston, you're not really finna get that accurate. But see, when I read the reviews, I sometimes like, okay, you're just complaining about nothing. Yeah. And you're probably white. I'm <laughs> you're complaining about nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like, but we, we, it was a Friday night and the service was really slow. Really? You're complaining about you nothing. You came on Yelp. To complain about this, you better get off my website. That bullshit. I fuck with Yelp. Low key, I like when, when the businesses respond back. Like, damn, my nigga, it was Friday night. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it a couple times. i see that a couple times. Or they'll just be something like, well, we're sorry to hear that. You know, we would like you to come back, you know, so we can uh, talk about it face to face. I'm like, oh shit. They trying to square up. But nah, I, I bring up Yelp just to say that. it's a, I think people sleep on Yelp and shit like that. And I feel like it's a good monitor when you're going somewhere. And once again, it's you're, you're getting to know where you're where you're headed to. And like I said, I don't think it works in Houston that much. But it's to me, it's it's worked in other cities I've been to because I think um, you just get a more honest opinion when you're going to some of these other cities because it's it's more diverse as far as the you know critics. But for some reason, Houston is always just a group of white people complaining because they 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 either saying the shit was ghetto or they or they saying you know services bad. I'm like, ah, I think you just went to the wrong part of town and you, you got a you got a culture shock. But um, yeah, that that was random. But I just, I just felt like uh, Yelp needed that plug because I fuck with Yelp. Shout out to Yelp. Pretty much. What you got, man? Because I'm it. I'm it. That's it. Is it? Yeah, well, I guess it. it's time for uh, words of advice. I got those if you want those. You've been, you been cocked and loaded lately. That's hey, pretty good. Hey, man. hey, pause. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'll let you go first. All right. Um, words of advice for this week. Um, actually, one time for my nephew. He turned four yesterday. Shout out to Connor. Shout out to Connor. But um, silence is the greatest enemy of progression. And I think this goes along the lines of. Like we always like to reference jobs, life, anything else, anything that's that you want to get forward doing. If you're silent about it, you're not going to get anywhere. If you're trying to get someplace with that, that girl or that guy and you're silent about it and think they're just going to approach you, you're not going to get anywhere. If you're silent about that raise that you need at your job and you just think that you're going to be recognized for your good work, it's not going to get you there. You need to speak up. There's power in words. Speaking into existence. That's what I was talking about earlier today. Yeah. That's some real shit. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, mine's pretty simple. Um, we posted something today about uh, the psychology fact. Uh, it says some people are actually afraid of being too happy because they think something tragic is going to happen soon. Uh, these people are known as uh, cherophobiacs. Oh. Um, I feel like that. I, I, I throw that in my words of advice just to simply say, you know, if, if the moment is good, enjoy the moment. You shouldn't be sitting there expecting something bad to happen. Um because no matter what life is going to throw bad shit at you but if it's going good enjoy that good don't sit there 
and speak the negativity into existence because your life is going good. Enjoy that moment and speak more good into existence and actually feel and convince yourself that it's going to stay good and it may even get better because a lot of times what people consider as good is only the universe starting you off to something even greater. So, you know, bottom line, like you said, speaking into existence, manifest the greatness. You know, law of attraction is real, whether people want to believe it or not. Every situation doesn't have to end bad. Um, people tend to say, um, what what will go wrong? You know, what can go wrong? Will go wrong? Mm-hmm. People always say, you know, when it when it rains, it pours. Stop thinking like that. That's that's fucking retarded. Like self destructive. Yeah, it just it gets to a point where it's unnecessary. I mean, whatever you're battling in life right now. Just it's gonna get better. That's all I got. Hey. And with that being said, if you're gonna check out All Eyes on Me, let me know how it is, cause I have no intentions of watching it. But you know, I, I may watch it. People say it's great, and they hype it up. I may go watch it. But yeah, I'll watch the bootleg first. We know you. I did end up going to the theater to watch Wonder Woman though. Was it? I've watched was it. it worth th- it? I've watched it like three times. Now. I think I'm gonna watch it one more time. That's a very good movie. It is I'll what it is. It. I can't even be mad at it, man. Yeah. It's yeah. So sh- that's it, man. That's the end of the episode. It it felt really good. It, it felt good. It felt but good. you know how the good episodes go. Oh, about oh, four, about four oh, people oh, tuning oh, in. Oh, that that reminds me. Before we before we get out of here, uh, uh, quick shout out to our listeners, man. Um, shoot, of course everybody repping Houston, you know. We got Canada, Milwaukee, South Africa, people checking in from Toronto, Canada. Long Beach. Long Beach, Mesa, Arizona, Tempe, Arizona. That's even to break break Texas down, we got Richmond, we got Waller, we got Belton. The Colony. The Colony, Patterson, New Jersey, Amsterdam. Amsterdam, what's up? Light one for your boy. Mm-hmm. Mountain View, California, Kansas City. Hey, we appreciate y'all for just listening. Even if you just listen and don't give any feedback, we still appreciate you for listening. Those that give the feedback, we appreciate it all. We do this for y'all because we enjoy it and we appreciate y'all for listening. This episode is for you. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But... Ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?